Hey, Doomers. I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. Join us as we delve into the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Every episode should be presumed to include an NSFW, parental advisory, trigger warning, etc. Welcome to the Doom Generation. So what are we talking about on this night? We are talking about Scream. Ooh, it's a Scream, baby. Hell yeah. 1996 Wes Craven directed film. Yeah, with the little Nev Campbell. Little Drew Barrymore. Little Skeet. Little Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. <laughs> skeet. Rose McGowan. David Arquette. Matthew Lillard. Henry Winkler. Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, Jamie Kennedy and Lee Shriver. Oh, yeah. All and, them. And so for a lot of these people, it was our introduction to them. For, yeah, for most of them. Well, Henry Winkler, of course. Well, yeah. Me. I mean, like. And Drew Barrymore, who well, we've known Barry- since we were born. Well, yeah. The, I have never known a time. Like, what did you say we are? Which I thought was pretty. The Drew Barrymore yeah, generation. Yeah, we're the Drew Barrymore it's generation. It's true. She raised us all. <laughs> she raised us. Drew Barrymore is my mom. And so at that point, we knew Drew Barrymore from E.T., Firestarter, Poison Ivy, oh, God, Amy Poison Fisher story. <gasps> Wayne's World 2. She was two. the best Amy Fisher. <laughs> yeah. She was the best Amy Fisher. Uh, Boys on the Side and Mad Love. She had been in all those by the time this came I out. I loved that movie. Yeah. I Mad Love. Yeah. Yeah. Mad Love was so good. And so. so we already love Drew. She's probably what drew us ha, 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 to the film. Well, yeah, that's why I went to see it because she was on the the poster. You're like, oh, yeah, shit, Drew Barrymore. Like, I want to go see that movie. It's a scary movie. And it's one of the first movies I remember having. It wasn't really so much internet back then, but like a viral, just word on the word of mouth viral. Everybody was buzz. talking about it. Yeah, everybody was talking about it. It was gonna. It, you know, it, it was, was the like a new. Big, it was a new. It was yeah, gonna yeah. flip the, the new generation of horror movies. Yes, yeah, it was the new of the ninety for the nineties. Oh yeah, another cast member I have down here is the voice of Ghostface. Oh yeah, Mojo Jojo, Mojo Jojo, <laughs> baby, Which, uh, Roger L. Jackson. I yeah, she wrote it down this time. That it, we right, actually, like, so we could actually have the name, about. so we weren't just straight up disrespecting people. And <laughs> we already, of course, knew Wes Craven from mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. uh, People Under the Stairs, oh, yeah, that's Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh shit! He had directed a few for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing we would have known Rose McGowan from would have been she was a little bit in Encino Man and Biodome. By then. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe that same year. Did she not do Doom Generation by then? No, I think that was a little bit after this. This oh, was like the year after, true. I think. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Or maybe the same year. Might have been. Could be. Probably should have looked that up. Probably. <laughs> um, Nev Campbell, of course, was just Party of Five, but Party of Five was super popular. So everybody it was knew popular, but I was it was not my jam. It was not my, my not my judge. And then Matthew Lillard, we only knew Serial Mom. Oh, yes. Serial Mom. He was also in Mad Love. Oh, was he? Apparently. Oh, God. It's been a really long time since yeah. I've seen that movie. I only remember Drew Barrymore and Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Seven Year Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, I think, in the same year Hackers? Uh, no. Or was yeah. that after? 95, 96. Yeah, or so right before. So, so he yeah, had just Hackers been in Hackers. Right before. So we might have seen him in that right. before this. Oh, and Jamie Kennedy was in Romeo and Juliet the same oh, year. Oh, God, I love that movie. I love that movie. That that's on the list. That's, yeah, was for sure on the list. David Arquette, we knew as being an Arquette, but we also knew from the Outsiders TV series. Oh, Do y'all shit. remember the Outsiders Vaguely. TV series? I didn't till I saw that, and then I went, "Holy like, fuck!" Oh yeah, that was the for Outsiders like, TV for like series. Five minutes. Yeah. Oh man. And he was. In, I knew him from uh, the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, of course, that's he was funny. Luke Perry's <laughs> little buddy. Oh. R.I.P. Luke Perry. He always, always. But of course, the name Arquette is famous, and I'm sure we'll come up of the on, Arquettes. Yes, we'll come up on subsequent podcasts. Oh, we'll be speaking about Arquettes. And then Courtney Cox. I think we we already knew from Friends. It wasn't my thing, also, but yes, but I was you knew the face, yeah, and the Bruce Springsteen video, right? Of course. <laughs> and this story is partially inspired by the Gainesville Ripper case mm, down in Florida. Yeah. So he had read the uh, writer read about that, and then that kind of 
a combination of that and I think horror movies. Well, yeah, you know, I don't think he, I don't think he ever was calling people up with a voice digitizer before he murdered anybody. But you know what he might have. I don't, I don't think he did, but you know, there you go. And I think this might've been the first horror movie that I saw in the theater because I definitely went to see this in the theater. I was in a, um, I would have been 16 when this came out. I was a freshman in high school. I had a film class, film movie appreciation class. I don't know. It was some. It was an elective mm-hmm. that I had, and I went and saw the movie because I had to do a report on a movie. I had to go see a movie. I had to pick a genre. I chose horror, and I went and saw Scream, and it was fan fucking tastic. Yeah, to go see that, like originally, ooh, in the theater for sure. <laughs> So let's get started. Yes, let's do it. So we open up. We're in Casey Becker's house, who is our Lady Drew. Fade in on her ringing telephone. Oh, <laughs> that, oh God. So she just picks up the phone without even knowing who Which it is. Which seems so bizarre. Like those lawless days. There's like no caller ID. Yep. No star 69. Back in the day, kid, you, you just, just heard the you phone just ring and up you the phone. answered it. Right? <laughs> Who could it be? I don't know. You'd have to answer it. It was like a fun little surprise every time. <laughs> it's so terrible. I would never. The days before telemarketers. <laughs> no, there was telemarketers, but you know, you just hung up. I know, right. But. And then she immediately gets flirty with oh, yeah. this uh-huh. unknown caller. Right. Because it's like sexy man voice like, right oh, and he oh, wants to know you? what's your favorite scary movie yeah or, or like after all that oh, what are you doing tonight right so and so this whole time she presumably either thinks it's her boyfriend or just some some dumbass from school right or just some dude because that would happen like people would just call you people could get your phone number mm-hmm. and just call your house it and- might have been written on the bathroom wall depending on <laughs> who you were it might have been. It might have been a KIT in the back of a yearbook for all I know. Right. So they have the whole back and forth and then it gets serious. Oh, yeah. I want to see what your insides look like. Ugh. Right. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's not a joke. And then she finally admits she has a boyfriend. Oh, He's yeah. a football player. Oh, my boyfriend's going to kick your ass. He's on his way. He's coming over right now. But guess what? Turn on the light. Oh, he's tied up to a chair outside, bitch. He's beat up, but he's still alive. And the Barely. killer says he wants to play a game. Mm. If she answers right, her boyfriend lives. And that game is horror trivia. So, of course, she gets, was it the Michael Myers question wrong? No, no, it was was Jason Jason Voorhees. Because that she gets, no. Who's the killer in Friday the 13th? Trick question. Yeah. Trick question. As we all know, Mrs. Voorhees, you know, in the first one. So now she's fucked because her boyfriend's dead. Right. So (laughs) he, he gets gutted. Right. Like, straight up steaming guts at his feet. Oh, yeah. Which, like I said, this is probably the... I, I mean, I had seen horror movies, but being the first one I saw in the theater. Well, because, you know... It's like, bam. Damn. You, right off you the go. bat. You got some guts. Um, last question, pick your escape. Oh, that's right. And it doesn't matter which door she goes to. Right. So and she's, she's screwed either way. A lawn chair comes flying through the window. Mm-hmm. She gets out. But drops a knife. Oh, no. He catches her. Of course. Well, but she escapes. She, I know. This whole time, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, you know, like she's she's going to evade the killer. And she's right. going to spend like the rest of the movie trying to evade this killer. Because right. It's, it's, Drew 1990, it's 1996. It's Drew Barrymore. She's the star in the movie. She's the star of everything. She's not going to die. No. But then. <laughs> Unfortunately. As headlights appear... And her parents get there just in time to rescue her. So tense. Well, no, she like runs up and she like, yeah, she's on the phone. She can't. Oh, so, so much. As they're pulling into the driveway, she's being stabbed to death. Oh, yeah, it's gruesome. They come in, find the house in tatters, pick up the phone to call 911. And that's when they hear her on the phone. Yeah, because it's on the same line. It's it's your landline. Like, there's nothing you can do. Finds her hanging from a tree. Oh, God. And then she starts screaming oh scream (laughs) scream and now this movie was originally going to be titled scary movie that's funny and then they changed it because of was it was it janet jackson had a song called scream with somebody else in that same janet jackson and michael jackson they had that song called. they liked they liked that and they decided after that came out like actually i think i like scream better remember that part where she was screaming in the beginning we should call it that scream i was floored 
at yeah. the time. How are you going like, to kill Drew Barrymore five minutes in? Who even is in this fucking in? movie now? If, like, right? <laughs> she was on the she's Why on the am poster. I still here? Why am I still here? You just killed Drew Barrymore the entire reason I came to see this movie. Like, what the fuck? Oh, and I got to say, I mean, for Drew, well, because there was a thing she was supposed to be in it more, right? I think so. I think it was something like that, but she it was like a scheduling, a scheduling conflict thing. or some shit. But she gave all these other kids. I mean, hey. like, I probably wouldn't have heard of a few of these people at least necessarily if this movie hadn't taken off and it might not have taken off without the buzz of Drew Barrymore. Well, I mean, it might not have taken off as much as it did at all without that fucking twist. True. Like, to have, because they, they literally did. like, And that became, like, the thing in all the subsequent sequels was like, <gasps> who's going to die in the beginning? Like, right. who, who, which star are they going to kill in the beginning? Like, right. who, who's it going to be? I'm going to be honest. I don't think I saw any of the other Scream films. Oh, girl, I did. No, I did. I, I, I celebrate the entire catalog. <laughs> I am here for a screen marathon. Uh, so <laughs> then we meet our actual main character, mm-hmm. Sydney. Yeah. Nev Campbell. Little Nev Campbell. She's in her room. Well, no, it's there. Aren't they at school or no? So first we cut to Sydney <sighs> in her room and Billy's creeping around outside her house. And now we got another bro. Popping through Another a window, stalker. uninvited. I mean, at least this one knows where she's supposed to live because they're right. He's actually her boyfriend. So, but then we go straight to school. You yes. just like get a little bit of that, and then we go. I think everyone's just chit chatting about these horrific murders. Yeah. Like, man, whatever. Well, and then I loved the line. It's called tact, you fuck rag. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best. That's yeah, that's pretty good. But when we have like, don't we have the other iconic? Come on, man, live her alone. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and this is where we find out that Sydney's backstory is that her mother was raped and killed last year. Right. And That's horrible. I don't mean to laugh, but yeah. Like, oh no, all these all these murders are really reminding me about that time my mom got murdered. It's a good thing she already has permanent crybaby face because oh, it worked perfectly God, for that this role. Fucking face. Like, oh what? she's I, always on the verge of tears. I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> that fucking squinty, whispery fucking whatever. Right. So they're all joking around about these murders at school. Mm-hmm. You learn the personalities a bit of all of them based on the way they are tactless fuck rags or not <laughs> right just like well that and i always thought that was funny too like not only are they being tactless fuck rags but like you are all aware that your friend's mom was right. murdered last year yeah could we not maybe Teenagers like let's take a breath i well we are i guess or we were we, like, we are ah! bitch come on now <laughs> who am i trying to kid so then she's like she tells her best friend Rose McGowan Tatum. Right, she's supposed to pick she's her up. She's gonna pick her up mm-hmm. later. So Sydney goes home because her dad's out of town. She, he, her dad's out of town. A brutal murder has just happened. So she pops home, leaves all the fucking windows open, and takes right. a fucking nap. It's the sun's up. Well, but then, then she naps until it's dark with the, everything open. Yeah, killers like, on a loose. Just take a nap. Yeah, you know whatever. I I know I would be able to sleep. No Tatum, problem. take your time. Stop yeah. and fuck around at a dozen she's, places. Yeah, she's got places to go, people to see, things and, to do. And then of course, what should happen? But the phone rings. Of course. Hello, Sydney. Oh, that sexy fucking killer voice. You know that was Billy. Uh, <laughs> do you like scary movies, Sydney? Mm-hmm. And then she thinks it's Rand. Randy, which is right. Jamie Kennedy's character. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Randy. And so she calls his bluff and she like, of course, like goes right out on the fucking porch. Like, where are you at? Oh, son? yeah. Like, she's all big and bad. Like, yeah. oh, let me be. I'm just going to pop right out on the porch after these horrific murders. And somebody's calling me on the phone. Right. You know that I don't know because you just answer the phone. You know, who could it possibly be? Yeah. And then, she, oh, I'm I'm out. I'm out here. Do you see me now? I'm going to do the whole pick my nose trick. Like, yeah. What? And doesn't come out even with a weapon. She is out in the middle of nowhere. There's like, like no, no neighbors hear to hear you scream. scream. No. Oh, yep. No. No one's gonna hear her scream. That's babe. right. No scream. Ooh. And so uh, he gets in, right? Does uh, he get in at that point, or where? When no, she he's already the- in the closet. Oh, that's she's right. She's been napping. Everyone's been in and out of her fucking house while she was like <laughs> on the couch. So there's a little chase. Is this uh, the part where she gets in her room and she, she gets she in the room and the she like computers 911? Yeah, oh, which yeah, in 1996, whole... she computers 911. Well, it was futuristic, was obviously. It... I, I don't like, know. I, she was it's gonna... 2021, and I don't think that you can text she the police. She was going to AOL instant message the 911. 
I, I need help. I don't know if you could do that in 1996. I don't know. I don't know if you could do that they ever. They thought that was coming soon. Well, apparently they did because she was able to, like, thank goodness the way that her room was set up, she was able to put the the door to the lock door the other one. Because you know she's not allowed to have a lock on her door. No. Not in 1996. But yeah, she, like, computers 911. She's being chased through the house. Of course, she runs right upstairs. Which, and, why? <laughs> well, she, doesn't she even make a fucking joke about that? About, like, how... They always run upstairs instead of running out the door. And it's like, bitch, you went out the door to talk. You could have gone, yeah. And then went up right up the fucking stairs once it was in your closet. Yep. Whatever. But then we have, here comes Skeet through the window again. Yep. Bust through the window. Right. Cell yeah. phone falls out of his pocket. <laughs> Those little Nokia phone. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> where'd you get that phone, Skeet? I know. What does Skeet's parents do for a living that he had a cell phone in 1996? Oh, well, I don't know. They had don't to got call no his- job. They called his dad. His dad bailed him out, didn't he? So, oh, yeah. like, you know, whatever. Well, the cops, yeah, the cops come and they're on the way and they arrest him because right. he's popping through a window. And then we meet Deputy Dewey, David Arquette. <laughs> oh. She opens the front door and there he is with ghost face mask in hand. <laughs> right? Like, why are you do- Whatever. Right? Billy's oh, getting Deputy arrested, Dewey. screaming he didn't do it. Of course. And finally, me. here comes Rose McGowan. Showing up super late and barely bothered. Here she is oh, in her little red bug. Yeah, like, so oh, sorry. What happened? Like, oh. And then here comes Gail Weathers being a real pain in the ass. Oh, God. With that fucking lipstick, that coral fuchsia frosty bullshit she's got smeared all over her mouth so yeah courtney cox went from being nice monica on friends to being the bitch reporter mm-hmm. she's trying to make sure she didn't get typecast <laughs> she's like i can do bitch she's like no 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 i've got this well she kind of does like she's pretty yeah, good at she's, like, yeah i want to punch her in the face well she does get punched in the yeah, face which is nice. i'm down with that hey well you know she did that whole thing about her mom like you don't talk yeah. about sydney's mom like that yeah so they can't, you find out they can't track down Sydney's dad, that wherever he was supposed to be at the hotel, he's oh, not yeah, there. He's not even there. So, like, this sets up so this the, whole so thing. So, you've like, already got two suspects. You've already got right. Billy, you immediately suspect because he's got the cell phone. You've got the dad. And then for, the dad is missing. So, there's your suspect number two. I guess he could be killing teenagers. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe it was him. And of course, the first thing they want to know is why does this dude have a cell phone? Because it's 1996. Right. And like, that was not a everybody weird thing. has a cell phone. Like, why do you have? Are, do you deal drugs, son? Right. Are you a drug dealer, Skeet? No, my parents just care about me. Sorry. Is that, is that what he says? <laughs> no, he, oh, he just I was like, I don't remember that. No, I don't think he says that. Okay, good. Uh, and then I just have a note here. Poor Dewey, the utter disrespect. Oh my God, she fucking lays him out like just in his, front of his. Like, so Rose co-workers. McGowan is his little sister, and, and when she shows up, so she just talks. Oh yeah, Rose. I love Rose McGowan. Love Rose. McGowan. That blonde is not. Don't do it again. Well, just don't do it again. Just, well, now I'm, she doesn't have any hair right now, but I think she still has it shaved. But the blonde though. That, yeah, don't that do that blonde wig. I hope so. I hope. Uh, so she ter- roasts her fucking brother right. in front of all like, of his colleagues, his, his older adult brother. Right? Like he's a cop. And then this is where, so they go out the back. So they get to the station mm-hmm. for questioning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he's trying to sneak them out the back, Gail Weathers there thought about that. Go. And what is it that she says? Why does Sydney punch her in the face? Oh, God, I don't. But this is. Oh, she's talking about her book. Oh, she was so, like, oh, congratulations on your book. And like, Gail's like, I'll send you a copy. And then like, pow. So this is where you her. find out that Gail Weathers has written a book about mm-hmm. not just Sydney's mom's murder, but the fact that she doesn't believe that the that, person she yes, that's that in jail for it is the, the killer. wrong man. Right. The wrong man is in jail for the murder of her mother. Oh, cotton weary. Right. So she gets laid out by a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to Tatum's house. So then it's, you know. They're there. Yeah. They're having a slumber party, a spendover, if you will. And then Sydney phones for you. Oh, right. Okay. So you let some crazy sounding like, man. Yeah. After she's like, she doesn't just, even ask who the fuck it is. She's like, who is it? And like Tatum's mom's like, oh. And she, like, just, she just almost got killed. Yeah. Like somebody broke into her fucking house after calling her. Yeah. And, and tried to kill her. And it was like this whole thing. And Tatum's mom's like, well, I guess we see where Tatum gets it from. Right. Like just being unbothered. Like she's like fucking whatever. Like her mom don't fucking care. And that's why she's allowed to air Dewey out in the fucking police station. Apparently. But yeah. So obviously. But doesn't he say mom says you're supposed to respect me when I'm wearing this badge? (laughs) When I'm wearing this uniform. You're supposed to. Or what a badge. You know, whatever. I think he says uniform. She never respects him. No. 
And so she gets a call and it's the killer, which yes. means it can't be Billy. It so can't we're back be Billy. down to one. No, he's got to be her dad then. That's what we're thinking. Right. It's well, no, because they also kind of they kind of set up this whole thing where and I think this is what the original thing was going to be is that Dewey's the killer. Because oh, okay. like he picks That's up the phone in all scary weird. movie. Yeah, like he okay. ends up being Deputy Dewey Dog or whatever, like ends up being the killer. But I think either originally or something, I think he was supposed to be the killer and then they changed it, but they still have all those bits in okay. which you, you think he might be the killer. And then we have a quick cameo by Linda Blair. Oh, God, that's right. She's one of the reporters. With a Rue McClanahan haircut. Oh, shit, Miss <laughs> Blair. Just standing outside. But yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't really, she has like a quick, it's she asks just like a one line. question. She's just one of the reporters. It's just a, hey, look, here's More Linda horror Blair. movie references. And so that's where you find out Gail Weathers doesn't think Cotton Weary murdered oh, her mom. Oh, because she does that ambush bullshit where she's like, right. here's Cotton Weary. Like he, and he he thinks that Sydney knows. So it's like, you're not entirely sure if this guy's an asshole. Because he's free. He's out. Right. Right. Like he's, you know, like he's gotten out. Like they, he was found innocent or not guilty or whatever. Wait, or Cotton like, Weary? Yeah. No, at this point he's still in jail. Because remember, they're showing oh, him on the news getting the transported. You're thinking of the second I'm one. thinking of the second Because they're like transporting him to jail and they're showing it on the news That's and whatever. Right. She's okay, still trying no, to get him out of there. jail. Yeah, but she does in her book or whatever. I'm mixing. I'm mixing them up. And so Billy gets out of jail and him and Sydney run into each other in the school hall. Oh, God. And this fucking guy. Yeah. Awkward. And tells her, I think it's time you got over your mom being murdered. It's been a whole year. <sighs> it's been like a whole year. A and whole she, year. Like, why won't you touch my dick, Sydney? I want my girlfriend back. I, I, I just want my girlfriend back. Why won't you touch my dick? I'm, I don't understand why you're still so upset about your mom getting fucking murdered. Sydney. Yeah. Like, like oh, my God. A you're being a really bad year? girlfriend. A whole year. It's been like a year. So yeah, teenagers out there, if you're dating someone and their parent is killed, it's going to take some more than a year. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but don't, don't, don't say stuff like that. No. (laughs) So then they start to make us think that the Fonz is the killer. Mm. How did all these kids that are running around with the mask on know about the mask? Right. Well, no, because it was already a popular Halloween thing. That that was already a thing. They took the really? mask Before, from like oh, a common maybe. Halloween costume, well, I'm no, pretty I know, sure. But like in the school after the murder, like how do they know that? Because the, all these kids are fucking running around making fun of this murder still. Like all these Sydney kids. must have described it. Or they it put it on the news out. maybe? Like they never showed any news clips. She so maybe, maybe described it and then said he was in a Halloween. Oh, well, because Dewey had the mask. Well, yeah, so they did. maybe I put mean, it must have been out. on the news or whatever. Like, I just thought that that was weird that like the day after. Right. <laughs> in the same week of a double murder and Especially an when murder. there was no internet or barely right. any internet. There's no, there's, yeah, there was barely. But so we find out Henry Winkler is the school principal. He is the pr- principal Fonz. Principal Fonz. And they give you like this, he's got them big old scissors. Oh, yeah, with all that knife, scissor yeah, brandishing there's all this like tree, like he's flipping it around, like oh, weird things. Then, Why? I don't know, but maybe. Right. Then we pan over to Sydney in the girls' bathroom. Is overhearing. this before or after we see... Oh, no, this is before. Yeah. This so, is before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she overhears <laughs> them talking about like maybe she's the killer. fucking gossip, dude. Like these chicks that are both at least 30. Right. Playing in 16. High school bathroom. And they're like breaking it down. Like maybe your mom was a slut. Like, oh, teen suicide is so out this year. I heard it on Ricky Lake. Which, oh, my fucking God. Right? Ricky Lake. Go, Ricky. Go, Ricky. Maybe she's the killer yeah. because she's so fucked up. Right. And like, so you know, she comes out of there and then she hears a, a commotion a sound. because the fucking killer's been waiting in the bathroom all yeah. day for her to pee. Yeah. Like the killer just knew. Yep. Whichever one of them it She'll was. She'll be in this particular bathroom at some point. I, I mean, I guess she was just talking to Billy, but how did he get in there? Well, spoiler right. alert, y'all. <laughs> like, so then they, she, he tries to get her in the bathroom. She gets away. She does that fucking slide to the door, that action slide. Like halfway through from a kung fu movie, slide through the fucking door. Then you get a little scene of Gail meeting Dewey. And isn't that, like, didn't they meet on this movie? Um, I want to say either they met on this movie or David Arquette was on an episode of Friends, like right oh, before this. That's right. You had said something about that. Well, either way, they got married. Cute. They had a kid. It's adorable. They're now divorced. Well, <laughs> that's not adorable. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is adorable. Things sometimes just don't work out. But at right. the time, 
the Courtney Cox, David Arquette thing is very, very cute. Yeah. Because he's literally 25. Right. It's like when he says that whole in during this meet cute thing that they're about to have about that she scores well with males. Oh, males. 18, you know, 18 to 25. To 24, yeah. 25, 24 yeah, like or whatever. That. And, and he's, he's 25. 25. But he was 24 for a whole year. And yeah, it's adorable. Sure I love it. So then we find out classes are canceled and prompt-to party at Stu's house. Right. Where are these people? Like None of these kids have parents. None of, where are all the parents out of town along with Sydney's dad? Just middle of the school year. Not even like about to be summer break as far nope. as I can tell. Hey, there's murders. But just like mid... I don't know if it was supposed to be a Friday, but my sense was it was like a fucking Wednesday afternoon and it's like party at Stu's house. Yeah, party at Stu's house. There are no parents in Sonoma. And then back to the principal's office. He's wearing the mask. Yeah. So you're like, oh. So again, you're like, well, oh, shit. well, fuck. He's the Maybe. killer. Maybe. It's got to be him for some fucking reason that the principal of the high school would be killing these kids. Right. Knock, knock. No, no one there. No. Mm-mm. Knock, knock. No one there. Again. What the fuck? How fast are these fucking kids? I know. They're super quick. Like, I mean, it's a long ass hall. Like, he pops out. That's right. He, he pops out and looks both ways. And he sees our dearly departed Wes Craven. Did Wes Dressed? Craven die? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's I got to do more research. Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away. Not that long ago. I don't think. Watch. It was like 20. It was not it's 20, years 20 years ago. It was not ago. 20 years ago. It was pretty recent. But he's dressed as Freddy, Freddy Krueger. And they call him Fred. He calls him Fred. And then, you know. Oh, yay. A little callback. To oh, he state. died in 2015. My bad. Oh, okay. So it was. Well. It's been a little bit. <laughs> I should have known. Six years ago. Six minutes ago. It's, so, all, the it's all the same to me, man. I don't fucking know. Time Time's means nothing anymore. construct, man. Time, time is just. It's all in your mind. So, yeah, these kids are fast as fuck. I don't know what they're knocking on, but there's nobody out there except for Fred. And then Principal Fonzie gets killed. Killed. Killed, killed, killed. So Fonzie is not our killer. No, because the killer was in the closet. And oh shit, he's in the bushes watching girls in broad daylight. Who is? It says the killer. Oh. He's out in the bushes watching girls in broad daylight. Watching girls. Oh, because they're sitting on the her porch or whatever. They've got, oh, okay. So do you remember doing this? Because I remember doing this in this movie. They have like the speaker out. Like they've unraveled unrav- like yeah. the cord for the speaker and put it on the out on the roof. Yes. So you can hear it. We always did that. So you can sit outside. We had to like stick your speaker out there so you can hear your stereo. Right. But so they had done this curfew for 9 p.m. And so it's like, well, because the killings only happen after 9 right. p.m. <laughs> this guy's out in the middle of the fucking day spying. Yeah, they're, they're out there whatever and like, hey, let's. Oh, we have to talk about because um, what is it when they're sitting there talking on the, the porch or whatever and how Tatum's talking about like if you hear a story like how Sydney's talking about her mom and all that stuff and like she's like, oh, if you hear a story enough times, it becomes true. And she mm-hmm. brings up the Richard Gere story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you all you guys remember the Richard Gere story? You remember the Richard Gere? It's not true. It's not. It's not true. It's not true. I'm They're, not slandering nope, Richard Gere, but nope. you all remember that there something. was a rumor mm-hmm. about a gerbil back in the day. And everybody knew it to the point that Where it made it into the dialogue of a times, movie. It's just something you know about Richard Gere. And it's not the truth, but it's just something you know because you've heard it so many times. So Might that was well hilarious. But basically what she's trying to tell her is like, I don't know, dude, maybe your mom was a hoe. Right. Like maybe not that she deserved to get murdered, but maybe she was a hoe. Right. Maybe there's a reason everybody says maybe that about they- your mama. <laughs> maybe there's a reason everybody's talking about how your mom was a hoe. Maybe it's because she's a hoe. Like you're the only one that doesn't think that. All right, so before we get to party time, let's yes. take a little break. Take our little breaky poo. All right, be right back. Deep within the underbelly of the internet, there's a podcast that works more with deviant content than any sense of good taste and acts as a beacon for those lost souls yearning for irreverent entertainment. Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. Each episode is chock full of earthy goodness. Whether you're into pop culture, fetishes, family values, or just plain debauchery, the Morally Flexible Podcast has everything you need to satisfy your diverse needs. So if you're feeling the need to get comedically ear-fucked, download a new episode every week on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast content. The Morally Flexible Podcast, your number one source for advanced fuckery. All right, and we're back. And we're here at the party. Party time. Gail and the cameraman show up. Kenny. 
to this fucking party. <laughs> Kenny, who she abuses throughout this. Oh whole yeah, thing. Like, poor fuck Kenny. You, Kenny, like fuck you. You just follow me around with the camera. I fucking talk and you shoot me. That's right. And uh, Deputy Dewey meets them outside. Oh, I know. Where he's, he's keeping like, an eye on things. Right. And he's like, do you want to go on a date to this teenage party during right? murder times? Like, no one is taking these murders seriously enough at And all. he has no, like, he just watched what Sydney went through. He yeah. knows she punched this lady out. Right? He knows Sydney's at this party. Hey, girl. Anything to get your dick wet. He wants that pussy. He sure do. <laughs> he wants that Gail Weathers pussy. And what does she do? She comes in with her fucking handheld cam. <laughs> she Oh, and yeah, hides gonna, a camera in the living she, room. She sets up. She's going to spy on this whole thing. And there's like a the delay or whatever. So they can see all of the things. But yeah, she's coming to spy on this party. She she don't really want to go on a date with Deputy Dewey. No, she does like, not. She, she kind of does. But she's like, whatever. It's That's good just her source career. of information. Right. I mean, like he's going to he's charming her. But he's the weak link. He is the weak. Link. He's he's a real bad sheriff or yeah, whatever is deputy. He the sheriff deputy yeah sheriff's deputy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that <laughs> so then typical kid party stuff mm-hmm. they run out of beer so tatum goes to the garage well, for more beer the movies the movies that they're watching, oh yeah they're, they're watching oh fuck they're, they're all watching, watching halloween right they're watching halloween but they also talk about they have prom night uh which is also jamie Lee i was gonna Curtis. say is that another jamie uh-huh. lee and hellraiser but they end up watching, they're watching Halloween is what they're watching. So, yeah. And then, then they run out of beer and Tatum pops. I feel like I had that skirt, that weird tie-dye. Whatever that she had that on. She's wearing. I feel like I had that. Either that or I wanted it. Either way, you <laughs> could, could get been. it at Contempo Casuals, I'm sure. Oh, let's talk about, was that the short sleeve turtleneck midriff oh. top? <laughs> yes. Now, if all those words didn't sound like they went together. <laughs> they don't. They don't. No, they apparently I, I someone in the 90s thought mm-hmm. they did a turtleneck. I need a turtleneck. Short sleeves. Short sleeves because it's not that cold. Mid-drift top. Because you got to have your belly out. <laughs> it's, it's 1996, girl. You had to have that belly button out. It was Back all then, about the neck cute. warmth. Well, you got to lose a lot of heat in the neck. <laughs> lose a lot of heat in the neck. Oh, oh my God. That's all you had yeah. to keep warm. <clears throat> yeah, you needed, you need, well, I mean, like they're in Northern California, so it's like it's, it, there might be a, a chill in the air, but not. Not enough. Right. To, to cover you your to, belly up. To, to cover your belly button. You don't need and to. And I, girl, I had so many midriff tops. <sighs> Back when you could. Back when you could. <laughs> hey, when... hey, y'all remember when we all thought we were fat when we mm-hmm. were teenagers and now we're 40 and mm-hmm. we went, fuck. You're like, now I'm like, fat, fat. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I wasn't fat. No. I was gorgeous. I should have had everything hanging out back then. Yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't. I and did. now, well, I did, I, but only because my mom. Well, I had my my moments. mom would buy me. Uh, well, I Tatum had, outfits. I had midriff tops. Yeah, but I, but with big pants. Well, yeah, you had to have. You the, had them jinkos on. The, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not have jinkos. I had a one pair that I stole off a boyfriend. I had massive dickies. Yes, for sure. You had to have the massive dickies, but then I would also go to like the thrift store. And purchase like men's old men's, man's pa- old pants, men's yeah, pants same. And wear those, and I'd have my Ferris slacks and all the things or whatever. But I had a nice houndstooth slack. Oh yes, yeah, you yeah. Had to have the, the tweed, yeah, <laughs> some lovely polyester, yes, from the oh. denim bank. Oh God, the denim, yes. Hey locals, yes. you guys remember the denim bank? The denim bank. So anyway, Tatum in her lovely epitome of '90s outfit goes to the garage. With those white boots. Too. Oh my the god! Okay, I didn't do white boots. No, I would not do white boots. No. I was like, I was kind of a little goth girl, so I would die for. It would either have been that outfit with black boots, yeah. or brown boots, or tennis shoes. For me, it was skirts and tennis shoes. I would have been wearing McCreepers. Okay, I didn't have those till I was a little bit older. I was like in my later teens before I got my first pair of creepers because <clears> my mom refused to buy them. <laughs> I begged. I begged. I had to buy them myself. I, I begged. They were patent leather, black and white. Oh, girl. Mine wore, wore rubber. Out. Black rubber. Wore them out. Oh, yeah. But yes, like that's what I would have worn them with personally. But and instead of white, black, instead of green, black. Right. Black and the colorful thing. But, you know, whatever. And then she po- she pops into this garage and it must have been like a 10 degree temperature dip because nipples. Nipple alert. Nipples. Hello, nipples. Hello, nipples. Here we go. The password is <laughs> nipple. <laughs> That's 
you get in the garage in that house. That's how you get in there. You hey, gotta say. did you meet Stu? That's probably how you <laughs> get in Stu's probably, garage. Nipple probably, print. Well, that's her boyfriend, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Stu, her boyfriend. And so mm-hmm. it, the door shuts behind her. Mm-hmm. Cat you, runs through. Yeah. And you, out the dog door. So let's bring your attention to the fact right, that there's right, a right. dog door in the some, garage. We have a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. There's a lot of things that they show before right. it happens. But yeah, the cat runs out the dog door, which that doesn't happen. Cats aren't allowed to run out dog doors. It's be called clearly a labeled it's clearly dog, labeled dog door. door. Like cats can't even do it. If they try, they die. Hello, realism. God, you guys, of how hard was it to get a dog? to run through the dog door (laughs) unless it was a cat door (laughs) might have been (laughs) thinking back thinking back it might have been i don't know it might have been a cat door but she uh, we'll get there but i don't think it was a cat door (laughs) no based on the size it had to have been big enough to get at least one titty out so she's locked she's locked in (laughs) she can't get out well yeah she turned around the door closes and it's (gasps) dun 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 ghost face there he is and you know well you know which one of them it is. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because you know he's sick of her showing up late. Mm. Unbothered. She don't fucking care. And he's fucking sick of it. So right. She says, oh, like, and once again, not taking the recent, very recent murders and attempted murder of her best friend, might I add. Seriously, no one's taking this seriously. So she sees somebody in a mask brandishing a knife locking her in the garage right. and she's like oh can we play psycho killer whatever the fuck it is she says right and he's like oh yeah can i be the victim I'm like oh yeah yeah you know, whatever. you sure like, are yeah guess what guess what tatum you're about to get murk dirt so then he cuts her so she gets serious mm-hmm. yeah. she fucks him up with the fridge yeah, she breaks throwing, she throws beers she throws at him beers at him or whatever and then now, tries to get out the she, dog door she tries she tries to get out the dog door. The cat door might have been. And I just have to tell you, when I was looking, the very minimal research we do for this podcast. <laughs> it's minimal. Minimal, y'all. Um, I love Rose McGowan. But her comment about this movie was that she was so thin oh. that she kept falling out of like going all the way through the dog door. Because, which, like, nobody uh, needed probably, that comment. Like, she was None of us needed your body shaming comment, well, Rose. It wasn't even so much, like, it's not even that she, like, she was curvy. She was curvy. Like, she, she had them, yeah, yeah. She had the know, hourglass. Whatever. Like, that's why she only got halfway out. But yeah, that's the one comment I saw from her was about. She, they couldn't keep her in the dog door stuck. The dog door. So, like, so was it not, was, okay, so was that the thing, though? Like, it was just supposed to be her head? I don't know. Or something? Because I, like, you're not, you're not gonna get crushed, like like crushed. Well, in those most of those garage doors, even back then, had a thing that stopped as soon as well, it felt that, resistance. I'm sure that this something like this happened, and that's why they came up with those right. sensors to where, like, if you broke the little laser line, like right. it wouldn't move no more. Because... And it takes them a real long time. That's how you know it's got to be Stu because nobody looks for her ass. <laughs> Right, and she was no, getting the beer. She was getting the beer for Stu. And if they're so out of beer, was, and that's oh, where the beer is, hey, yeah, it's got to be no, Stu. It, it had to have been. But well, it does he, look like he was sitting there watching the movie the whole time, and then Billy just shows up oh, after she's dead. So, so maybe they maybe were gonna do couldn't. each other's girlfriends. They were gonna do each other's. Girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey man, Stu fucking you guys want to do each other's girlfriends. Well, I don't know. I think Stu wanted Billy. <laughs> I think he you're went through a right. lot he, for Billy. He, he went through a lot for Billy. He sure did. <laughs> Billy was going through some things, Billy! and Stu was his rock. Yeah. So, so uh, Billy shows up. They go to Stu's parents' room. Him and oh, Sydney. Yes, he gets there. So of course, like when you're at somebody else's house party, and you want to hook up with your boyfriend. And you were close enough friends with the person who was having the house party. They would let you use their parents' room, which grows. Like, let's go into your parents' room where your parents fuck. Like, that's that's the place Super to go. Super sexy, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm into it. I guess it's better than your own parents' room. <sighs> I, I never not... fucked in my own parents' room. No, I never fucked in my then own again, parents' room. Then again, I don't room. think I had sex in anyone's parents' room that I can uh, recall. Uh, n- not a parents' room. Uh, 
<laughs> busted. So like I was saying, if you went to a house party and you were going to fuck your boyfriend and you were good enough friends with the person who was having the house party, you would be allowed to use the parents' room, okay? Okay. okay. We know what that means. Here we go. So Sydney and Skeet, which I'm not even going to call him Billy, is Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. I'll say you, he's Skeet. And she starts apologizing to him for having PTSD and being in her grief. I'm so sorry that my mom was murdered a year ago and that it's like really bumming your dick out. That I've been so selfish in my grief. So selfish in my grief. How dare I leave you with the blue balls? But she's finally ready to give it up because when do you know you want to give it up except for when you think your boyfriend's a murderer? Oh, that's when that's when you get the hottest. That's certainly when I gave it up was as soon as I thought he was going to kill me. I'm like, do it! Now it's the time. Well, no, don't they have that whole stupid conversation about how life is a movie and like, oh yeah, you know, whatever and she's like, oh, I'd settle for a (laughs) porno because she's so fucking sexy and hot and (laughs) You know, dress like a mental patient. Fuck it. Okay, can we talk about the shit that she wears throughout this whole thing? Like, I don't know who is dressing Nev. <laughs> Neve? Nev? I don't know. I've always said Nev, but it Sydney? could be Neve. There you go. Sydney. Whatever. Whoever dressed her for, like, everything she was ever in Neutrals. was not her friend. Mm. Like, it's boxy brown, girl. Just boxy brown. Like, long sleeves. Even in the craft. Oh, yeah. I guess so, huh? Like, no, like ill-fitting just not not cute. So I don't anyway, even. I, it's like I don't have any notes about her wardrobe. So I'm gonna say she was not I a have. fashion icon. It not, no, it did not read. It was just bland. I didn't notice neutral, bleh. So obviously Billy's hot for that. He's like right. Yeah, He's all about that. Let me get some of that. So they get into it and they throw down in in Stu's parents' room like with I, a murderer on the loose. Well, like and at the end, horny. are they like are they making the bed? Like, oh, rip the sheets off and wash that shit. Like, right? ew. No, that's Stu's problem. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it uh, is Stu's problem. Uh, you know what? It's absolutely Stu's problem. So speaking of Stu, back in the living room, watching the scary movie, Stu oh. is not concerned at all about his nope. missing girlfriend. Nope, nope. She went to get me beer, like, forever ago, and now I'm thirsty and... Yep. Jamie Ken- Kennedy breaks down the rules of horror yes, films, which are number one, mm-hmm. never have sex. Oh, boo. Number two, no never drugs. drink or do drugs. Ah, boo. And number three, never ever say, I'll be right back. So what does Stu say? I'll, I'll be, be right back. back. Oh. <laughs> and we have to talk about, um, oh God, what's his? Randy. Randy, 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 Randy. His little Fresh Drive t-shirt. Remember the Fresh Drive t-shirts and the Hush Puppies? Right. He's wearing Hush Puppies and a Fresh Dive t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. He's colorful. Wow. No wonder. No wonder Sid wouldn't let him sink a ditch. Because <laughs> that's what he wanted. Well, we'll get there. But, like, right. he, he was, was into, into Sydney. He was into Sydney. So, yeah, we go over the rules. Off pop stew. And, uh, oh, we, we go over to Dewey, Dewey going to check out, out a car mm, in the bushes they, down the road. There's bushes. There's car, a car in the bushes down the road. And they're having like a date. Yeah. Come on, Gail. Yeah. Come with me to check Why out this car in the me. bushes. Mm-hmm. Like, come, come I'm sure me. it's not dangerous. We're only here because there's a killer on the loose. Right. And, you know, the kids are underage drinking in there. But it's not quite nine o'clock for the right or something then they find out that principal henry winkler is dead and who calls like somebody calls another cop probably or no wait it was one of the kids like randy answers the phone at Stu's house well they said he was gutted and hung from the post on the football football field so probably a lot of people know well maybe where was stewart well billy because they run off to see which means his body is still there well yeah that his body's still there but Billy's up with Sid, so Stu must have made that call from somewhere else in the house from his Nokia phone that he's. No, I think some other kid from school could have just called them. I mean, if you were in high school and the principal got hung from the fucking football field and gutted, you would have got a call from anybody who heard from the telephone line. That's true. You would just call. That shit would have gone around quick. Yeah, that's probably like someone was just popping up. Body's still steaming and you're out fucking. The fucking principal's dead. Yeah. Well, then they all, yeah, they all hop in the car. Like, let's go see it, y'all. Like, yeah. Which, yeah, of course you would go. So like, everybody but Randy, Stu, Billy, and Sydney. They take off, like, flying down this dirt road, drunk as fuck, in their cars. Even though they know Deputy Dewey's supposed to be sitting right outside watching the party. He's supposed, he's supposed to be, to be but there. nobody takes him seriously. No. I feel like nobody takes, they take him about as seriously as they're taking these fucking murders. And so the, here they are walking down the road, and mm-hmm. all the drunk kids knock them off into the bushes. Right. And they... Driving down oh, the road. they have their little moments. They kiss. Mm-hmm. And, oh, shit. 
The car. That's Neil Prescott's car. That's Sydney's father's car. Oh, no. Oh, shit. So they just got wild. They head back to the party. Mm hmm. He asks her after sex, You okay? And my note here is, It was underwhelming, Ski, as is every time. (laughs) Every single first time. Every first time. And totally underwhelming. Like, yeah, you did it. Yeah. Yay. And what does she get? She gets that post nut clarity, y'all. Right. She hits it and she's like, Wait. All of a sudden, she's asking all the right questions. I just think it's funny how. Exactly. And he's like, you don't still think it was me, do you? No, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Why we? Why we? And what do I have to do to prove to you I'm not a killer? I don't know. Get stabbed. Yeah, because that's what's about to happen. So like, he oh, do. shit, behind you, skeet. Yeah. Skeet, skeet. That dramatic face. Give him his Oscar. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> like, oh, oh, uh, Sydney. Well, and now she's broken the seal. She's had sex mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. So now she's free game she in the horror is movie. full free game. Like, you can be killed now. Because yep. now. She's bre- breaking all the rules. You so she are no longer a virgin. Climbs out the attic window. <sighs> Her athleticism. She's just, she's everywhere. Flies backwards, lands on a boat, mm-hmm. sees Tatum dead mm-hmm. in the garage. Oh, no. Here's Not Randy just inside watching Halloween. Right? Like, he's just, oh, no. She's behind you or behind you, Jamie. And just like that. Like, yep. Ghostface is behind him, too. Mm-hmm. Which isn't poor Kenny in the news van. He's oh, watching. Yeah. He's watching and he sees that. But so there's he, a 30 second delay. Right. So he runs out because Kenny's going to be a hero. Right. He's going to save him. Kenny, they did Kenny dirty, dude. Yeah. Kenny was going to be a hero and he runs out and realizes, <laughs> fuck, the 30 second delay and he's killed. Yep. Poor Kenny. Down he go. And, and uh, like, so oh, then, the, because of the delay, he slits the cameraman's right. throat. Right, he's, he's, he's Poor done, Kenny. whatever. Oh, he killed and then, Kenny. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so, um, what is it? Oh, and then, uh, now we don't know. Now there's all confusion. Right, we're like, not whatever. sure like, what's going on. Sydney doesn't know what's going on. She just fucking, she locks everybody out. Yeah. She's like, nope, yeah. I don't know who the fuck Billy's, or no, not Billy. She thinks Billy stabbed. But right, Stu and Randy are still are like coming up around, to the door, yeah. like, "Oh God, you know, help me, whatever." And she's like, "Fuck you both," and it's like, "Good on you," because you never know. But it's totally your fucking boyfriend, <laughs> like, right? The boyfriend did it. It's always the boyfriend. And so, um, Gail and Dewey are running back to the house. Tells her lock herself in the van. Call the sheriff for backup. Mm-hmm. She runs to the van, calls for Kenny, and, and sees that Kenny is dead. And how and how long did it would it have taken to get Kenny's big ass on top of the van? I don't know. Like, I mean, these boys are strong. They must be. They work out. I guess. Because Kenny was a big dude, and that's dead weight, and you got to put him on top. And it just, like, we wanted I, to bleed over the thing. They're all very dramatic. Very dramatic. I mean, they were staging. They were. Staging. I wrote, Kenny is on top for some reason? Yeah, that's what I said. Like, that's what I put my note. was like, how did they get his big ass on top of the van? Oh, I also have here, they use the Zach, she uses the Zach Morris phone to call 911. <laughs> she fucking does. <laughs> that fucking brick. <laughs> yeah, she's calling 911. She's gonna, I don't know what she's gonna do. She's. She almost runs over Sydney, veers <sighs> off the road into a tree. That's right. Sydney That's right. runs back to the house. Dewey stumbles out with a knife in his back and goes <sighs> face behind him. So you know Poor it's not Dewey, Dewey now. Yeah, so now we know it's not Dewey. So she gets in the cop car. Oh, that's right. Those fucking manual that. roll up yes, windows again. She has to roll up the fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then do like the, the manual locks and like push them down. But I have a note here that's a good thing because Ghostface has the keys. And in this day and age, you couldn't lock your motherfucking no. windows and doors if the keys are on the outside. That's right. So that's, that's right. one advantage safety wise. Well, that's true. That's that true. Because she manual. had to keep like pushing down the stupid. Right, the, the stupid pop things. up locks. Yeah, than remember them? You got to pull them up. Mm-hmm. Whatever those little pop up locks, and she had to roll up the windows or whatever. And it was like the whole, it was like a game of whack a mole trying to keep him out from the right, <laughs> keep him out from the cop car. And then he opens a trunk. Mm. I remember that being so scary. When you're yeah, watching, you're like, oh shit, he's behind. Because she's on the walkie trying to get help. Mm-hmm. He yes. gets in, starts choking her ass. Yes. She struggles, falls out of the car. Now here comes Randy and Stu, and so it could have been either of them. Right, yeah. It, who knows who? That's right. Yeah. It's like a whole You still can, don't know. Because you still, still think Skeet's out because yeah, Skeet got stabbed. Yeah, you do. You think he's out. 
And so um, she's pointing Dewey's gun at the both of them. Mm-hmm. She says, fuck you both mm-hmm. and shuts the door. That's when she does all that. That's and right. then That's here right. comes Billy stumbling down the stairs, bloody. <sighs> Takes the gun. It's okay. And again. Opens the door to Randy. man a fucking yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Opens the door to Randy who says, Stu's gone mad. We all go a little mad sometimes oh, and, and shoots Randy. Yes. Oh, Randy. And then we get the reveal that this is not blood that it's Skeet is covered in. It's corn syrup. It's corn syrup. And that little. <laughs> yeah. And then Stu pops up with the voice changer. Yes. And yes. here it is revealed that it mm-hmm. was both. It was both of Stu them. Stu and Billy. Surprise. Murdering all these people. Mm-hmm. Because and- her mom's a slut. Uh, well, okay. Well, no. Like, not, well, yeah. I'm like, I'm but all, like oh, at first, I'm all, you're oh, like, okay, like I'm about to explain it so it's going to make sense. Like, it's not going to make sense. But right. Like, but so it's basically, she was fucking Billy's dad. Yeah. She was fucking Billy's dad. And that's why Billy's mom left. And right. he's like all fucking salty about it because that's Sydney's well, fault like, somehow. Yeah. I could see being salty about it. But like, you already killed the woman. You know her daughter's depressed because you ain't getting your dick wet because right, you know we do for get a fact there eventually where he does end up monologuing and talk about how he's the one that killed Sydney's mom. Yeah. You know whatever. But yeah, like what did she do? So yeah. did he become her boyfriend after that or were they dating before? Good question. I don't, I don't know that it ever, ever makes that clear. I don't think they I ever think he started that... dating her after. You think so? Oh. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe it was I don't know. Who knows? I mean, whatever. It was a year ago. Teenagers, like, teenagers are gross and bad, and I believe teenagers could be murderers, but that they kept up this fucking plan, this intricate plan for For a year year. without losing track and focus and doing something else instead. I mean, because this was a very intricate plan. Like, they break the whole thing down, and it's like, it's a good, it's a solid fucking plan. <laughs> this is all for a surprise for Sydney on the one year anniversary of her mm-hmm. mom's death. So they drag her dad up out of the basement oh, shit. and reveal they're going to frame her dad for yes. all these murders. Well, And this is also where we've got like all these golden fucking Matthew Lillard moments, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yes. We, and this whole have, like, like, yeah, we haven't gotten to that where he gets stabbed. That's coming well, right no, up. Not that, but we're like, he's talking about Billy's talking about the motive. And it's like, oh, but there's always scarier when there is no motive. And like Matthew Lillard's like, but let's be real. Your mom was no Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. Like they do that like, oh, flashing her shit all over town like she's fucking Sharon Stone. And then he's right. like, yeah, let's be. Like, and then um, oh, the, it's a scream, baby. Is that yeah. right? And, but wait. There's more. Yeah. Like all of that shit. Like, that's great. And apparently he doesn't like his performance in this movie. And I, I think it's great. It's. It's exactly what it needed it, to be. It, it's he's, I love Matthew. Yeah, Miller. I love Matthew like, Lillard. This is fantastic. I have no problem with this his acting. This is also in one this. of my favorites because Stu's fucking awesome. Right, and so then Billy stabs Stu for realness. Oh, they have the whole yeah. Stu like, stabs we're gonna, Billy back. We're gonna do this whole thing where like, oh no, doesn't Stu stab Billy first? I have Billy stabs Stu, then Stu stabs Billy. And but I don't know. Well, no, I think he's because then doesn't Billy I know go Stu too gets, deep? Yeah, but I think he does that first. Oh, maybe. And then the gun is missing, and who has it? Gail oh. has it. Oh, that's right. And she tries to shoot, but oh, it doesn't shoot. Fucking safety, Gail! Come on. So Billy kicks her unconscious on top of Dewey. <laughs> well, and why didn't he just shoot her? Like she's already seen know. your fucking face. She knows it's you. Are yeah. you gonna kill her later? I guess. Why not shoot her now? I know. You You're, got the gun. I, I mean, they were they were wrapped up in the drama. They were just wrapped up in the drama. I guess. And then the phone rings because for for some further fucking drama, <laughs> Sydney's <laughs> gonna join in yeah. on the game. She's 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 hiding. Yeah. And she's managed to grab the voice modulator, whatever right. the fuck you call that shit, off of Stu, mm-hmm. whose parents are gonna be so mad at him. And now he's dying because yeah, Billy cut dying, him too yeah, deep. He cut him too deep. And he ad libbed that line that my parents are gonna be so mad at me. And I think it's fucking iconic. I yeah. That's a great one. But yeah, so she grabs the modulator and calls for the extra drama. And right. he answers the phone because you had to. In the middle of murdering In people, you answer the this, phone. You answer the phone, obviously, because there's nowhere she is. And she's got the whole voice thing and let's play a little game and and you find out right then that Stu's whole motive for all this is just peer pressure that's why I'm I'm like he's in love with Billy he is 
you know what? He is in love with Billy. He either wants to be Billy or he wants to fuck Billy. Because he wants to do both. He wants to fuck Billy and then be Billy. There you go. He wants to fuck Billy, kill Billy, and then wear Billy's skin. And then you get real confused for just a second when Billy gets stabbed by Ghostface with an umbrella. Right. Out of the closet again. Out of the closet. Everybody's coming out the closet in this movie. Right. Yeah. Like, again, out of the closet, again with Ghostface. But, oh, wait, it's Sydney. Well, she's... this she keeps picking up everybody's her, like, she trash. She's just gotten wrapped up in the pageantry. I guess. Of all of this. She's like, we're, no one's going to see it. No one's going to fucking know except for the people that are about to be dead. Right. That I'm going to do the voice modulator thing and that I'm going to put the mask on before I stab you with an umbrella. Yeah. Ow. Ouch. And then here comes Stu linebacker style. <laughs> They scuffle on the floor. She hits him with a vase, drops a big ass TV on his head. Remember when TVs were big enough to kill? Yeah, now I don't know how much damage you could do with a flat screen. Not much. I mean, if it was like big. All right. See, now we're going to have to go back to fat TVs and uh, manually locking doors <laughs> in order to for avoid safety. getting slashed. <coughs> Just for safety. Just for, just for safety, you guys. Just for safety. And really then convenient. all of a sudden pops up Randy, who you thought was dead. Oh, thank goodness he's not. And says, I never thought I'd be so happy to be a virgin. <laughs> oh, oh Randy. but then what is this when he tells us, like, be careful, because the killer always comes back for one last scare. And then Billy comes back I'm from sure the dead. Should, because it was. It was always like that. Yeah. Like, it was always that last boom. And she... Fucking she right puts her finger in his stab wound. Oh, that's right. Before and then Gale that. shoots him from the from the door. Gale shoots him. The fucking killer coming back yeah, from yeah. molasses after all of that. You're right. You're right. And then um, this is the moment. So then he says, "Careful." This is the moment when the supposedly dead killer mm-hmm. comes back to life for one more scare. Blammo! Bullet in the head, and she says, "Not in my movie." Oh, right between the fucking eyes. And then Dad busts out of the closet. Oh, yeah. oh I forgot. My dad was in there. Dewey lives. Oh, thank goodness. Gail Weathers covers the story. She writes a book. The end. The end. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Scream. That's how Scream go. So, yeah. Uh, as far as how did it doom me, it doomed me to love these well, fucking like, you goofy loved, horror like, movies. Well, you always loved, like, the, you know, like the whole slasher movie thing. And this completely turned everything on its head. It was brand new. It was exciting at the time. Right. It was like all had the twists young, and hot turns. Teen yeah, stars. young hot teen stars. Well, I don't know if they were teens. Well, no, they I were never looked at their teens. ages. I was a teen, so I was excited. Right. But I mean, Skeet was certainly not teenaged. No, I'm. I'm thinking no. Fairly certain he wasn't. <laughs> In all his squinty glory. Yeah. Old Skeet. I mean, I definitely had it for him. But yeah, like I don't know if it it doomed me. It was just like a. Super exciting. Well, I mean, I guess, like, you know, like, never trust your boyfriend. Your boyfriend's probably going to kill you. Oh, no, it definitely wasn't one of the first. I would say, was this one of the first horror movies with a ton of sequels? No, bitch, it was not. There was already fucking, like, three Nightmare on Elm Streets by the time this shit came out. Oh, there was way you think there more was more than, than three that? Three like five. The, like oh no, he had done New Nightmare, I think, already. So there was at least six. Oh, was that? Was I think he Nightmare? did New Nightmare either right before or right after this. Oh, so it was it that far been. ahead. So he, there was before. lots of numbers. Well, either way, like there's been plenty of them. Yeah, but yeah. So you had all your sequels. This was like the first set where it was like two killers. Yeah, and then that became the thing also, and like the subsequent sequels was like, who's it gonna be? Right, because you never knew. Like that was like. You know, like, who's going to get killed? Who's the star that's going to get killed in the beginning of the movie? And who's the killer? Because yeah. it could be anybody. It could still be Dewey. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, fucking love this movie. This movie totally. is great. I love it. It was All like right. best of best of the high school yeah. horror movies. That's the best you're going to get of the 90s high school. I don't know if well, it's the best know, you're going to get. But that's it pretty much encapsulated. It was the best for me. Yeah. The freshman year of high school. Like, that was, I was all about that shit. Like, I think I even have written in, like, in one of my diaries or journals somewhere something about, like, how the yeah, movies don't make killers killers. They just make them more creative. Or oh, like, yeah. I think that's I have that line. written down somewhere because, of course. <laughs> Drama. All right. So we talked in a previous episode about maybe someday if we get Instagram or social media. Well, guess Mm -hmm. what, babies? We got it. We got it. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. If you want to email us, which 
Don't email us. But if for whatever reason, <laughs> you might want to email us. We don't guarantee a reply, but feel free to send us a <laughs> message at doomgenerationpodcast at gmail.com. We're now on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, a bunch of other fucking places. Other we're, we're some places, a lot of places that you might find a podcast. You, you might find us there. Hear us advertised on some other places soon. Oh, you go see us. Um, anything that we talk about in any of these episodes where we say, oh, I had a thing when I was a kid. You may go to our social media and find a picture of the actual thing mm-hmm. or the actual us in said outfit or said <laughs> moment or whatever. If we you can might. find it and it's entertaining, we will supply we it will for share you. It, yeah. Until next time, later doomers. Later doomers.